0: I fell asleep during the ACT portion of the night, so (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) <laughs> How do I end up where I did? <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I teach
1: English.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the math is not math Mike check, Mike check. What's going on? Welcome into another episode of the KZ Community Beats. It's I, your host Ross Martinez, and all the way from Manual High School, the winner, the recipient of the One Class at a Time Grant, Miss Adrian Tinsley. Did I say that right? Yep.
1: Yeah. I you did? did. Yeah. Too
0: much energy. <laughs> no. You're it is okay. a Monday <laughs> afternoon. I gotta down yes, it back a little is. bit. <laughs> so. so we talked about it. You you teach the creative writing class portion over at Manual High School, right? Mm-hmm. How long you been there now?
1: I have been there for about two and a half years. This is my second full year at Manual.
0: Yeah. and you just got the one class at a time grant. Yes. So what's that grant, and how does it help you out?
1: The one class at a time grant is uh, provided by. Um, uh, News Twenty Five and CEFQ, and it is a grant that enables teachers to provide their students with classroom supplies.
0: Oh, um, nice!
1: They award it uh, once a week to different classrooms around Peoria, and I believe surrounding communities. Um, and it uh, it's a wonderful thing because you know teachers have, often have often have to go into their own pocket to buy classroom supplies.
0: What kind of supplies do you buy for creative writing? Just so people could get more aware of that.
1: So for my creative writing class, I plan on buying, um, my goal is for them to have at the end of the year, a booklet of everything that they've worked on for the entire year. Ooh. So their fiction piece, their poems, their nonfiction piece, and their drama that we haven't gotten to yet.
0: Ooh, drama, like, uh, like poetry drama Plays. or play. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to group them up and put them in, uh going to group them up and they're going to write plays in groups
0: so it seems like throughout the year that you have the students because it's full year right yes so for the full year you take them through every major piece of literature that you can yes. create yes was that by design or
1: it's what i did in college um we did um each genre um in college and so right now they're doing a nonfiction piece i'm having them write um about themselves and then next semester, they'll, they'll continue writing about themselves in their nonfiction because it kind of blended into from one semester into the next. Hmm. And then our last quarter, quarter four, they'll be doing drama.
0: What piece of literature spoke to you the most as you were getting your passions to be like, oh, this is something I want to teach?
1: For creative writing, I think it wasn't one particular piece of literature that spoke to me. It was just the process of creating.
0: The process of creating and what speaks to you on that level, like just the process of it all.
1: I like that I'm able to get my ideas down on paper, and even if it's not like a book someone's gonna read and fall into another world, that they can still read it and be like, I relate to this, or mm. oh, that was really good. They you put this down on paper, I like it, or even if they don't like it, it's still my truth, my words.
0: Yeah. Did you ever do that 100 books over the summer for a free pan pizza? Oh, yes.
1: yes. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> How many years? How
0: many years did you get that oh, pizza?
1: Oh, my. Oh, um, it was at least
0: three, four years in Three a row. in a row? Yes.
1: <laughs> I was a avid reader. I still am an avid reader.
0: So what's uh, what are you reading now?
1: Now I read a lot of comics and uh, manga on my phone. Oh,
0: nice. So what's the anime that you got right now?
1: Um, I haven't actually watched any anime in quite a while. So just straight comics. I'm reading Spy X Family. Spy X Family. I haven't got that one yet. Um, it's good. It's very
0: good. The one I just got into, it's a Spirit Gun. (laughs) What is that one? Oh, um, that's um.
1: Yu 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 Hakusho. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I watched that as a kid when it first came out on uh, Toonami.
0: I started watching uh, RDC World Mm 1 on YouTube, and I bring this up because all this pertains to creative writing. Mm -hmm. The things we love, I think a lot of people think creative writing, oh, a book, this, no, but there's so many different facets to creative writing, like the anime we watch, the video games that have the storytelling, all that, it's all creative. And this is what you help the kids nurture and build, and who instilled that into you?
1: I'd say my parents. Honestly, my parents never, like, told me, oh, you're being childish for watching this still, even when you're in high school or anything like that. My mom still watches cartoons now. Nice. She'll sit in the kitchen and watch Scooby-Doo. Oh, hell yeah. You know? (laughs) Because, you know, that was what she grew up watching, like the old school 1960s Scooby-Doo.
0: Yeah. And I still watch Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Did you mind?
1: Yeah, but like <laughs> Tom uh, and I, Jerry. I think a lot of kids nowadays are like not scared, but just hesitant to just embrace that that vulnerability.
0: Really, you see, you know? like cause you have more boots on the ground approach. You know what the kids are doing. You know the slang they're saying, the things they love, things they hate. For the outsider looking in, like myself, I I felt like it was more accepting nowadays. Because I know the stuff I had to go through. Like, when I when I had Fubu on back in the day, I swear, <laughs> I, got, I got clowned out.
1: Yeah, I think that's also because m- more of the the anime and things like that are more, there's more fighting anime, and so a lot of the boys are just like, oh, they're fighting. Yeah. let watch that. Yeah.
0: You know? Demon Slayer, I know that's big.
1: Demon Slayer.
0: Um, One Punch Man. One Punch yes. Man. They're
1: all- Dragon Ball of- Z, that was all yes. me. Uh-huh. <laughs> But, like, when, even when I was, um, I don't know how far apart in age we are, but, like... even I'm 34 this year. I'm 28. Well, but still, when we were growing up, it was still this stigma against it, you know? Not as bad as earlier when, you know, anime first came to America, but still about this, oh, you can't like that because X, Y, Z.
0: Naruto had just come out when I was young, and the cool, th- not the cool thing, but... Anybody that was into Naruto, the they would run with their hands back yes. like he does. <laughs> and people always crack jokes about that kid. Mm-hmm. But now it's like there's conventions and magnitude, a bunch of people running that mm-hmm. way. So, like, it's kind of interesting from your perspective saying that, you know, kids still feel shy about, you know, deep diving into that world and climate. So that's that's interesting to see that that's still there. Yeah. it
1: It depends <laughs> on the kid naturally, you know, but... In certain circles at schools, you'll see like, oh, you watch that, you're lame. Oh, you watch that, you're lame. Oh, but no, but did you watch this one? (laughs) Okay, that's cool. Depends on what you're watching.
0: What sect or what Mm -hmm. group involved? Mm -hmm. Hmm. So what have been some amazing stories to you as somebody that's a consumer of creative writing and media that really speak to you as an individual?
1: I really have to give it up to Suzanne Collins because she went from writing children's media Mm -hmm. to The Hunger Games.
0: Did you watch a new one? I haven't yet. Oh, okay, but I've
1: seen really good things about it. Yeah, but to go from that shift from children's media, like um, to do that, and then to write this dystopian uh, fantasy is just such a wild shift to me. Hmm. And it's really, really well done, you know. And you gotta wonder how long she'd been put had that in her back pocket, just waiting to be like, here you go.
0: How. How much does the writer's emotions play impact on, like, what you can create in that moment? Like, I know writer's block is a big thing.
1: Yes. Um, So, I I saw a quote once that said, every book is a piece of the writer's soul. Hmm. And I firmly believe that. Because to write is to be vulnerable. You know, even if it's something you're completely making up, you're still putting yourself out there. And it takes a lot to be able to do that. So for these for kids to be able to say, I wrote this, here I want you to read it takes a lot of courage.
0: Yeah. I remember the first time I wrote a poem it was horrible. <laughs> I think I rhymed uh moon and moon <laughs> Don't laugh at me, I'm being emotional right now. No. Um how do you get your students to let that barrier down of, like, I I know I'm not good at this. I'm definitely going to fail this, so I have apprehension. Like, how do you as a teacher kind of make it easier on them to express who they are on paper?
1: I mean, I tell them where I started at.
0: Hmm. I tell
1: them I didn't start out knowing everything, and I tell them I still don't know everything because I'm not a professional. You know, (laughs) there are professors who could school me. You know, that is their job to school me you know and i'm open with on and honest with them about everything you know um it takes them knowing me more personally for them to get for them to open up i had a student during our poetry unit because i told them poetry does not have to rhyme because it doesn't
0: well
1: (laughs) 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 but she came to me and she handed me her phone and she said I wrote poetry. And she had Ooh. written three different poems on her own and they were beautiful. They were fantastic and I was so proud of her. Yeah. And she did that on her own without any prompting. It wasn't even a homework assignment.
0: She just took passion and went for she it.
1: Just, yes, she took off with it. I was so impressed and so happy for her.
0: Huh. Have you had other moments like that in, in your tenure of teaching where you're like, oh, I've really impacted this person. It gives validation what I'm doing, some reason?
1: Yes. So it wasn't my creative writing class, but my creative writing class and my regular English classes were doing poetry at the same time. Mm. And so an assignment that I gave them was to make poems out of song lyrics and then song titles. And once they understood the assignment, my classes, they just they took off with it. They came up with the most creative poems I had ever read in my life.
0: Really? Yes. And how young are the kids?
1: They're, um, the youngest might be, like, 15. I have sophomores. and then, Youngins?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have
1: I do have a class of freshmen, and they came up with some really good stuff, too.
0: But at that time period, freshmen, sophomores, emotionally you're going through so much in life. Mm-hmm. Like, you're kind of, like, this is the first time you're kind of self-aware of everything. Mm-hmm. And you're experiencing everything in magnitude. God knows if you start dating at that time, the end of the world happens. But... It's amazing how you can get that knowledge out to kids. Like, it, how do you deal with the child that's like, mm, I don't know if I want to open up.
1: I think what helped with that particular assignment was that I told them it doesn't have to rhyme. And the, the songs that they had already, that they chose to um, use, if you listen to the music, it already deals with heavy emotion yeah so they already under like they understood the assignment without needing to go back and listen to the songs.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, so they you got these really heavily emotional pieces. and at first, I was like, Are you okay? Are you Are you good? But you know, taking a step back and looking at it, you're just like, okay. You're, do, you're doing the assignment correctly and you're expressing, this is how you're expressing yourself. Hmm. And it was really, really insightful and really good, really wonderful to look at.
0: Some of the best pieces of art are the ones that have raw emotion into it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How difficult is it to really like find that groove when you're first starting to write? Cause it took me, I'm 34 now. I think it took me until I was 31 to figure out my personality and like be comfortable on the mic just crack the mic and start talking yeah so like creative wise it's got to take a lot to just be comfortable
1: it takes it takes a while um kids are gonna you know have self-doubts you know especially at that age you I mean, like you said they're still figuring themselves out i still think i'm a terrible writer i put out a chapter and i'm just like no that was awful still yeah yeah Um, Because
0: you're writing a book right now, right?
1: Yeah, I'm, and I write um, fan fiction on the side. But people put out, I put out a chapter. People say they love it. I'm like, no, you didn't. You're lying to me. (laughs) You're lying. But um, I, again, I'm just open and honest with these, with the kids. Like, you're gonna, it's, it's okay if you, if this, this is just a rough draft. (laughs) <laughs> this is just a rough draft we're gonna go over it we're gonna talk we're gonna have that one-on-one I'm gonna tell you where you're doing good where you're where you can improve and again where you're doing well okay I always think of it like a sandwich <laughs> what they're doing well what they can improve on I never say what they're doing bad on because they're not, they're not doing anything bad
0: as long as you're trying you're trying
1: exactly it's only where they can improve
0: at the end of the day as long as you are attempting something in my book I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. You might not be great at it, but Yeah. I wasn't great at what I do when I first cracked the mic. Yeah. They told me to read the weather and I read the wrong city. <laughs> <laughs> we were in downtown Chicago, I read Minneapolis. <laughs> the guy who gave me the chance, he's looking at me, he's like, What are you what doing? It's like, my first day. <laughs> be did you ever did you always see yourself as a teacher? No. What did you want no. to do initially?
1: Um, I went to I started going to college for communications. I was going to be in HR. Really? And then, <laughs> and
0: then... I mean, you deal with different type of emotions at that point. Yeah.
1: Then. <laughs> and then I switched to psychology and then to uh, English. Eng-
0: so, like, you like picking apart somebody's brain. Kind of. <laughs> A
1: little bit. The main, the main goal was to be able to help people. Um, and then I realized that where I was going to help people... Um, just shifted because hmm. I realized in that social in one of my sociology classes that um, by the time I if I was going to be a sociologist by the time I got to them as adults it would be just a little bit too late, in my opinion.
0: So what what uh fan fi- you said you write fan fiction? What are the fan fiction things you're doing? Oh
1: my God! Come on! <laughs> <laughs> um, I write a I call it a fix it fic, writing one about Twilight. I have one with Marvel and for Marvel, X-Men,
0: and uh, the Avengers. Wait, let's talk about this one, because you got my full <laughs> attention. <laughs> Originally, you lost me with Team Edward, Team Jacob, because yeah, I told you before, I had a girl broke up with me <laughs> with that. For those that weren't in the room when we were talking off air, I had a girl break up with me years ago. So, like, you know what? You're just not my Team Edward. And I was like, what the hell? Because I hadn't watched the movie yet. Is she just that wasn't her team member <laughs> so let's talk about this fan fix you have marvel fan fix it
1: yeah i'm a giant nerd for those of you who aren't aware um <laughs> and it's just uh, I, I make up my own characters it's something i do in my past time even if i don't like make a story with these characters i just create characters
0: adam is a universe to so fix like
1: yes. plot holes yes Honestly.
0: So what's the one that you just fixed?
1: Um, well that, that was for the twilight one. Okay. But, um, the Marvel one is more like me adding a plot point to make it how I like it. Because. So
0: what's, <laughs> what's the biggest plot point here? Cause I got one. Um, so what's your biggest like gap in the plot hole? You're like, well,
1: yo, well, this one is I'm joining the X-Men and the Avengers together. And so they're like fighting alongside each other. Oh, battle world. Yeah. And, um,
0: well, but you need Panther. the Fantastic Four, too.
1: Black Panther's still there.
0: Oh, um, yeah. Well, yeah. The, the original plans were so before he passed, was he was going to be Black Panther, um, uh, Mrs. Marvel, and Spider-Man. We're going to be the top three.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But everything that happened and how it happened. Yeah. Did you watch a new Marvel's movie? Not yet.
1: I'm, I'm behind all my movies.
0: Oh, where are you at <laughs> in the timeline?
1: Behind. I'm caught up. Up until, um, like, I just w- I saw um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and then I haven't seen...
0: You haven't seen Loki before. yet?
1: Mm-mm. I was waiting for the second season to come out, because right when I was about to watch it, they announced the second season.
0: Yo, the nerd in you is going to love that second season. Oh, the, sure. the writing I've seen, behind I've it? Seen,
1: I've seen spoilers. Oh, you already I've, seen some? I've seen spoilers. No. I'm still going to watch it. Spoilers don't bother me.
0: They don't. Well, that's interesting because as a creative writer, you would think, because you would want to <laughs> see the process, though.
1: Oh, no, because spoilers don't bother me because I'm still going to watch it and still enjoy the process.
0: Cause really? Like,
1: yeah, because the spoilers, I like, even if I see, like, the whole spoiler, I'm still going to be like, okay, well, how did we get from point A to point B to point C?
0: So you're still going to want to see the narrative of how they chose to yes. get there. Yeah, because I'm different. If I really know how it's going to finish, I'm like, well, then, all the uh, the false finishes that I like to call them because I'm a wrestling fan. So like, oh, Tony Stark doesn't die here because I know he's over here at this point in <laughs> time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just so that's interesting. I've never met somebody that can fully watch a spoiler and still enjoy the process of it. Yeah. Like Endgame, did you did that get spoiled for you at all? Yeah. And you still watched it? Yeah. Because I tell you in that <laughs> no 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 no, Adrian, no we're gonna talk on this one because I remember being in the theater when. Cap, on your right, and I lost it. I was like, "Whoa!" So that moment got spoiled for you?
1: Not that moment exactly, but um, like the part where uh, Black Panther and the everyone everyone else comes out. Yeah, that moment. That yeah. Part, not but not the not the calm part. Not oh, so
0: you didn't know that was part. gonna happen that yeah. moment? Yeah. So mm. it, it just, it,
1: different parts get spoiled. Um, it I, it depend I like I curate my social media.
0: Just all that. <laughs> so like
1: certain parts do get spoiled. Like I can't help that. Yeah, the algorithm. Media. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. uh, everything about uh, what the uh, the three Spider Men that got spoiled for me mm-hmm. hardcore, and yeah. I got so mad. I'm about still that. gonna watch it. You haven't seen that one?
1: mm They won't release it. Like Disney Plus has every single Spider Man except that one.
0: Amazon Prime. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No, for real, like Amazon Prime got a bunch of stuff on it. I I watch it there all the time. So my biggest plot hole that kind of rubbed me the wrong way is... Now, how do I say it? Okay, so when Cap went back and gave all the stones back, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't that create divergent timelines in itself? Because in the moment when you take away the stone... That reality keeps going.
1: Yeah.
0: But now you're going back and dropping like, the stone back in, but that reality's already gone.
1: Yeah. So you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like I remember watching, like, oh, that's cool, you but you can't
1: rewrite what you've already done.
0: Yeah, because they say it you know, now you got me in my nerdy bag right now. <laughs> because I remember when what was it uh it was um uh what's his name? Roadie was there. Ant Man was there, Bruce Banner was there, and they're all talking about time and how it works. Are so like, well, hot top top machine. This is how that works. No, once once something happens in reality, it keeps existing. Mm-hmm. But then again, we don't know. We're not scientists. <laughs> <laughs> not that type of scientist. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but just that I love the teaching process, and so just that, like that little. Spark in their eyes, and they finally get it. Whatever topic it is, they finally get it, and they're like, "Oh, that's how you do that."
0: How's that moment for you? That
1: that's reward enough for me, honestly.
0: Is it like how do you feel? Like once you see, because I think after so many years now, you've been able to see somebody working internally
1: yeah. And
0: then you see them. Oh wait, oh wait, Miss Tinsley, I got it.
1: yeah you do you really do and it's um like i said it's 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 sometimes it's entertaining because (laughs) (laughs) because they'll show every oh oh on their face yeah but other times it's it's really they're just stone faced and then they'll write it down really fast and then they'll be like they'll raise their hand and be like miss tinsley I think I got it. Or Ms. I have it, you know? Because they're, like, so sure. Like, I had a student today who he was, con- he was confused about uh, an assignment I gave him. He asked for help. I helped him. And then he was like, okay. He wrote something down, and then he called me back over. Well, he didn't call me back over. I went back over because I'm nosy. Um,
0: <laughs> Same. Um, <laughs>
1: um, and... I looked down, I read it, and I was like, you got it. He was like, for real? I was like, yeah. He was like, put that on what? <laughs> <laughs> and I just looked at him and I nodded because I'm not, my family members are still alive, thank you. I'm not going to put that on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I put on my great-grandson. Right. <laughs> Never it, but I heard she was good people. Right.
1: But, and he was like, yes, go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you got to love it. But I've, had, I've had moments where I've taught. And that moment that you speak of, it's so rewarding. It really is. It's just like, okay, I helped somebody understand a process that was difficult for me at one point. And I'm able to convey the, not just the necessity, but the vitality of what we're teaching. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And you got it. Now you got some passion behind it. That's how I felt watching that scene from Avengers. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's just great. I don't know. I think the greatest gift you can is to teach somebody something, especially something that you're passionate about. Yes. Like that's that's a big that you got a big smile when you said that. Like yes, that's <laughs> dope. Have you reached out to any mentors uh, in the past? Like hey, look what I just got because this is a big deal.
1: Um, I haven't posted anything. I like I told my parents. I told well. I have a friend. I'm going to shout her out, Patty. Hi, Patty.
0: Patty! Um, friend of the show. <laughs> what up, Patty?
1: Um, I told her she was super excited for me.
0: Oh, yeah. What'd your parents um, say?
1: Oh, they were super excited. They were like, oh, that's so wonderful. Da, 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 da.
0: They knew, they like, know. yeah, we knew you were going to do that.
1: <laughs> um, But I would consider Patty, like, a, a mentor. She was actually my um, host mom when I student taught, because I student taught in Wisconsin.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, You're not a Package fan, are you? No. Thank you.
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry for any Packers fans listening, but I mean it.
1: <laughs> um I would be disowned if I was. Hey. I'm not joking. My mom is a Bears fan? Yes. yes. Avid Bears fan. Um
0: Welcome to the welcome to fan base. <laughs> <laughs> it's not been nice. <laughs> but,
1: no. but um and Patty was super excited for me and but I do consider Patty another mentor. Nice. Um, like I, she's, she's also in the education um, field, and we talk about, oh, this happened. She goes to conferences all the time, and she t- tells me what happened to those. And, you know, we talk about education
0: and stuff. Nice. So. It's always good to have somebody to teach you as you're teaching. Mm-hmm. It's it's an ongoing process. Yes, for sure. You're never at the finality of it. Mm-hmm. It's just keep going, keep going. Now, here here's something I always love to ask people when they come to sit down and talk to me. It's kind of ironic because we're talking about storytelling and creative writing, but each of us have a story. Each of us are our own book, our own movie, whatever you want to call it. At the end of yours, what do you want somebody to get away from your story? I know, deep personal questions. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm just going to come talk about this. Nope, we going Oprah style. <laughs> um, I'd have to say
1: that. It's okay to go at your own pace.
0: Oh.
1: Because um, I didn't graduate, quote unquote, when I was supposed to graduate. Same. <laughs> uh, um, college. And, um, you know, that's okay, right? I got some great experiences out of not doing that, I met some wonderful people. Out of not doing that, if I had graduated when I was supposed to graduate, I wouldn't have the friendships that I do have now. I probably wouldn't be at manual if I had graduated when I was supposed to graduate.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. (laughs) That's a great point because, like, you always hear that if you go back in time and change one thing, would you? I'd always say no. But that's true. You change one small thing. I may have not I may not have the best friend I have right now. I may not have the people in my life that I do. I may not have the opportunities I have. Mm-hmm. Your story is your story. Good or bad, it's your story. Yeah. I like that. I like that. All right. If anybody wants to read your fan fiction, where can they go? God, no. no. <laughs> Subreddit Marvel Girl Cares. No. <laughs> is that what it is? No. We're going to find it. I'm you right. i going to go on these Reddit sub posts today. It's, be on, like, oh. it's on archive of your
1: own. That's all I'm giving <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> There's some nerdy person that knows how to find that. <laughs>
1: Someone's going to find it, but I'm not going to be the one. <laughs> <you>.
0: <laughs> um, that has been another episode of the KZ Community Beats. If you don't go back and listen, I'll send you to the principal's office. Or what's worse than that? In-school suspension? expulsion no, 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 no. Oh. we want you to pay but not pay severely <laughs> in school suspension all right go back listen thank you so much this has been another episode of the Casey community beats i'm ross martinez and in the house seat this week all the way from manual high school winner recipient of the one class at a time grant miss adrian tinsley go check her out she's got fan fiction everywhere